Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Booksmart. This is a new comedy directed by Olivia Wilde, and it stars Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Feldstein. The IMDb plot summary reads... On the eve of their high school graduation, two academic superstars and best friends realize they should have worked less and played more. Determined not to fall short of their peers, the girls try to cram four years of fun into one night. The movie hasn't opened at the time of this recording, but it currently has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I just, I remember it premiered earlier this year at South by Southwest and the buzz was really strong coming out. So that, you know, that kind of put it on my radar and, you know, they've been doing a lot of like early, early screenings to kind of like raise awareness. That's usually a sign that like the studio is feeling good Yeah, about about what they've got. Well, it's a low budget and getting a wide release, which is true. Yeah. That's, that doesn't always happen. Mm Mm-mm. So um, yeah, so I guess we'll just we'll we'll go right into it. What what did you think of this film? <sighs> it's very hard for me because I feel like it wasn't too long ago that I was a senior in high school. Sure, I mean it was it was a while ago. Don't get me wrong, but you know, less than twenty years <laughs> well, ago, <laughs> longer than longer than we'd like to admit. You know, for, both of us. for me to relate. To this and not, you know, the partying and, you know, all of that, but to really relate just to how teenagers communicate. You had trouble relating to the way they spoke? Yeah. Sure. How they communicate to each other, how, like, their thought process. I just feel like it's just, it's whiny and just, like, whiny all the time. And I'm just kind of like, suck it up, buttercup, (laughs) you know, and... And and maybe it come from a different perspective because I mean my dad committed suicide when I was young, so like for me there was a lot more important things to worry about to worry about than I mean I mean school is important, but not to the extent where you know over being over obsessive about it and right. I don't know just that real aggressive. Well, behavior. their main their main mission is to. To get their party on, yeah. Through this movie, there's a scene where Beanie Feldstein's character, uh, she plays Molly. She's kind of she overhears some people like talking shit about her, and you know she kind of comes out. She's she's bragging. Well, they're like, "Well, I'm going to Stanford. Is that where she's going? Yeah. And then and then oh, no, they're like, Yeah, and it was Yale. Yeah. Okay. She's like, "Well, I'm going to Yale. So you know, you guys have fun being losers." And then she finds out they're actually going to great colleges as yeah. well. And so that puts this anxiety in her. Like, you know, they had it both ways, whereas we chose one. Yeah. And why can't we have it both ways? So their their agenda is to get their party on. <laughs> I don't know if I found them whiny. Are there, like, specific moments where you remember them being whiny? Yeah. So, I mean, just the whole montage of them, like, trying on dresses and, like, their whole, like, affirmations to each other it's like kind of funny. oh my god you look great oh no i need to take a picture you look great I'm I like that was funny. i never that was never i mean they're best friends they have this I shorthand have best friends in high school too i mean we said you look great you look hot let's go I thought that was kind of cute. Or funny. is it like you know for me it was like okay you have you have hot cleavage let's go right <laughs> 
I mean, you know, this is a scripted comedy, so there's, you know, the, these characters are hyper articulate, <laughs> very, uh, you know, they very verbose. Sure, yeah. I, I guess I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, the movie is very. Uh, the movie is fine. Let me rephrase. It. I mean, the movie is fine. I just had a hard time relating to it. Relating to the the main characters. Yeah. I mean, one's 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 a homosexual. Caitlin Deaver is gay. Yes, yeah. and I love her because I love her Last Man on Standing. Last Man Standing. I've right. I've known her, to, you know, She's a good actor. For a this while. is a great showcase for the two it of them. It is a great, great show. That's what it's all about. It's a great yeah. showcase for the two of them and for Olivia Wilde behind the camera. Yeah, I was impressed when I found out that Olivia Wilde was behind the you camera. You didn't even know until I didn't the even credit know. came on. Yeah, at the end. I mean, it was like it Olivia Wilde directed. Well, I mean, it was well put together. I mean, the story was cohesive. I mean, it wasn't it had some style to it. It had some style to it. I great mean, soundtrack, I would say. They used the budget to the T. I mean, like you could really see the the value. Definitely, yeah. A, very, a lot of confidence behind the camera and, you know, two actresses who we don't see a lot of on the big screen. Yeah, I getting, mean, taking that chance on those actresses. Get, getting their spotlight, for sure. I mean, sure. this is why indie films are great. Yeah. Because yeah. you have people that aren't could, in the limelight or don't they get are their in the limelight, but they want to be behind the camera or vice versa, and they don't always get their shot. And then when you have a studio willing to, all right, let's put 25 million into your your little pet project and let's right. see what you come up with let's cross our fingers yeah <laughs> doesn't work out it'll be a write-off yeah i agree and it, you know it's getting harder and harder to to happen you know for people to get those shots but when it happens and when they you know kind of knock it out of the park it's really exciting yeah but i i think i hear what you're saying about just, like the dialogue the movie is it's very banter heavy and very banter heavy it's yeah I, I don't know if that like really articulates like just it's like it's very joke reliant, very like punchline reliant, like very quick to kind of like either like a one liner or a punchline into the dialogue. Yeah. I feel like that kind of comes at the expense of like genuine character moments. Yeah. None of these characters. I, I'm with you. I, I like the movie. It's not a home run for me. Um, a lot these characters, they, they yeah, they don't they don't feel like fully dimensional characters. They feel like, especially the supporting cast, they feel like they're there just for jokes. Like they 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 just exist as jokes. Yeah. And so that's. That's something you kind of expect with like a big studio comedy where it's like, you know, setups for big gags. This is kind of like a lower budget, scrappier indie, but it's kind of in between. It's kind of like a tweener, I guess. So it's it's a little lacking in the character moments. I did like the character Gigi. 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 I think she kind Played of... Played by Billy Lord. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, she was hilarious. Well, she and her brother, right? That's uh, not brother. They're best friends. That's not her brother? Is that? Does it say on IMDb that they're brother and sister? It just says Gigi and Jared. Yeah. They're, I don't think they're brothers. They're just uh, buddies? Yeah. Don't they like live together? Uh-uh. I thought they were like a rich brother and sister type deal. I don't think so. No? <laughs> Did I just read that? They're both rich kids. They're both rich kids. Okay, I guess I thought they were related, uh-huh. um, but they're not. And uh, I guess those are, yeah, that's an example of like two characters that are kind of just there for jokes. Yeah. They don't, they're not actual characters. It's just well, like. Well, the guy turned out to be at the end. I guess, he, yeah, he gets some authentic moments. He turns out to moments. be a love interest of sorts. I guess. He, um, but he, again, he's mostly there to show up and be goofy yeah. and to just get a quick laugh. Yeah. He, uh, he's the quintessential like rich boy poser. Yeah, just kind of delusional. To, well, yeah, delusional. Wants to buy affection 
I mean, it's funny. It's hilarious. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I get some laughs, but it's. I just. I feel like a lot of characters are just kind of exaggerated that way. Yeah. And yeah, you don't. You don't get a lot of what I feel is genuine character moments in this piece. It's. It's mostly just about the jokes. There's a big weird detour where we get like an animated sequence with Barbies. Oh yeah, yeah, they're stoned off their asses. Right. They get stoned, yeah. and then we just cut to them as Barbies. Like it's like a stop motion. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's like that's like the one sequence that kind of gives away this is like a first time feature director because <laughs> that it doesn't work yeah uh, not within this movie like it works fine on its own yeah it doesn't work within this movie there's nothing in no, this I agree movie. with you on that it was kind of weird it could have been cut there's nothing in this movie that supports that yeah. at all <laughs> not like the animation part of it and not even the doll aspect yeah. like why are they dolls yeah why are they barbies well yeah I mean, whatever. It's like, it's random. The whole movie has kind of like this random scattershot approach towards yeah. its comedy. And it's hit or miss. Yeah. I would say it's hit or miss. What, on the actual comedy? Like the one Yeah. 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 Uh, I agree. It's hit or miss. Yeah. Um, I like the principal. I was just going to say, yeah, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> that's another character who's kind of just there. Not really to play like a real human being, but just there for jokes. But yeah. he does get some jokes. He's a principal who's also a Lyft driver. <laughs> yeah. They call him up at one point. There's a joke that like they're watching like porn on a phone. Yeah, and through headphones. And then he, he, he connects. He's like, oh, you, you got some tunes? You, yeah. yeah. Can... <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was a, they a asked bit, him, do you I have laughing. Do you have like a charger cable? And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I got plenty. He's like, do you want to hear it on the speakers? And it's, yeah, it's porn. Uh, it's lesbian porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sound. And then he plays it like the, he's so oblivious. Like, I don't know who that was. Like, who is that? Right. <laughs> I like Jason Sudeikis. He's good in this. <laughs> and uh, you have Lisa Kudrow and Will Forte. Yeah. I was about to say, like, the parents Barely were, used. The, barely, barely used. Barely used. I feel like it went a little too far with the panda thing at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we get it. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> like, you don't need to put... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. But, uh, yeah, the main thrust of the plot is them trying to get to this big party where both of their... Crushes Both are. of their crushes. Yeah. So... She's crushing on this girl, this uh, skater girl. Yeah. And then Beanie Feldstein, she's crushing on this jock. Yeah. I guess. Well, the vice president. Okay. So he's the vice president of, of the senior class. Okay. I think his name is Nick. So I, guess, in, I mean, insignificant character. Yeah. So I guess why don't we why don't we take a break? Yeah. And then when we come back. We'll get into some spoilers. Yep. For Booksmart. Sounds good. All right, we're back, and we're gonna get into some spoilers for Booksmart. And look, I mean, if you've seen a teen sex comedy, there's not a whole lot to spoil. Yeah. <laughs> Here it kind of goes by the well, playbook I mean, a little there's, bit. There's a lot, of, a lot of cussing, a lot of sexual innuendo to be expected um, with, with this kind of film. I just, I, I guess, I wanted to just zero in on like the big party. Uh, you know, they they end yeah, up so at they, the big party. They do end up at this party. They've been searching for this party, trying to find it all night. It's everything. just like super bad. They were figuring out people were posting videos and all this stuff on social media. It looks like a legendary party. And they figure out where the address is because of some pizzas. They track a pizza man. Kind of a funny scene. They, it, get, they it, get to the back of his car. With the hair. Kind of a funny scene. I mean, you've seen the trailer or the previews right. and, and all that for that. So A couple laughs there. Just keep in mind on that uh, pizza man because he Does it turns, turn out he's like a sex offender? He's a serial end? killer. <laughs> yeah. Serial killer, that's it. <laughs> 
Well, he even says at one point, he's like, you know, I could take you to a hotel and tie you up. Yeah. And like videotape you and just leave you there for days. Yeah. It's like, that's very descriptive. <laughs> you just come up with that, dude? Wow. So, yeah, that's kind of a tip off. That's a nice little dark payoff, I guess. There, There is a dark payoff because, you know, eventually Caitlin Deaver's character ends up going to jail. He's saving everybody getting out of the house. So she's she's kind of like the... She takes one for the team, so to speak. At the party, Caitlyn Deaver's crush, she finds out that her crush is not gay. Yeah. And, and is actually with... Hooking up with M- Molly's, Molly's crush. Molly's crush, yeah. yeah. She finds this out in the pool and then tries to leave the party, bringing Molly with her. Right. And Molly... Molly's like, I'm having a good time. Don't want to go. Saying no, even after they call a secret word, saying that you have to do whatever you have to do. What is the secret word? Malala. <laughs> Where's Malala from? I have no idea. Malala. That might be from Lilo and Stitch. I don't know. But they say Malala. And when you say Malala, that means there's no questions asked. The other person has to do what the other person wants to do. And so Malala was called earlier in the night. Molly calls Malala on what's Caitlin's character's name? (laughs) Amy. Amy. Yeah. Molly and Amy. And to to find out about, you know, making sure that they're with, you know, going to this party and, and arriving at this party and doing whatever they can to get to this party. And and then at the party, Amy calls Malala and Molly. It's like, you always do this. Yeah. And then they have a big, huge fight in front of everybody and they end up going their separate ways. And then Molly's character eventually finds both crushes making out in the kitchen. I guess Amy I forget. Goes like, running to the bathroom and she's crying. And there was another girl in the bathroom, and obviously it turns into you know sex hookup and right, yeah. And then she puts one in the stink on accident. She has a lesbian encounter in the bathroom yes. because yeah, there's another but girl. But she doesn't in there. know what she's doing because this is her first time. She's never been with a girl before, and she ends up puking all over her. Yeah, well, she swallows like cigarette water. Yeah, she takes a sip. She takes a sip. Oh she thinks God. it's like a sip of beer, and it's like, uh, yeah, stale cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> and then she pukes, yeah, and she pukes up all on. So much of this know. is like super bad. Like the exact beats just kind of like rearranged a little bit, but just like super bad. I mean, there's a similar moment where Jonah Hill is trying to get close to Emma Stone, and he ends up like like nearly passing out and like headbutting her. Yeah, there's just similar setups and payoffs. The structure is very similar to Superbad. I'm not trying to like shortchange this film by calling it like a female Superbad, but it does seem heavily inspired by, by Superbad. Super Heavily yeah. inspired. E- even yeah, even down to like the the pacing of the comedic beats. And so they they're at the party and you know they have that realization, you know, they're crushes, they're not into them, they're into Well, yeah, but they have the realizations in separate ways cuz they fought at this point. Right. They're fi- I mean, they're not speaking. I guess I I forget the circumstances why Caitlyn Deaver gets arrested. She's the one that takes it for the team. She allows everybody else to escape the Co- house. Cops raid the party. Cops raid the party. I mean, underage drinking, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Same as Superbad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> same. same all, like, I feel like I'm describing and Superbad. She, since she doesn't have, you know, she's not going to college. She's taking a leap year. She is able to take one for the team without it being completely affected, right. affecting her life. Right. So she takes one, lets everybody leave, and apparently she gets mad kudos with the whole senior class. 
at this point. So now she's like a cool, a cool kid. She she gets that moment where she feels yeah. cool. You know, maybe maybe it's Molly's character that I, I have a hard time with. Just the pushy, aggressive, really type A to like the extreme. You didn't like her character. I did not like her. Per- yeah, the character. I, I think that's what it is. I like Beanie Feldstein. I thought I, I, I do too. I think she's appealing. She's an appealing performer. I just, I mean, maybe, I mean, just her character, like, being pushy and being aggressive, and that would be a big turnoff for me. Sure. You'd be like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. No. (laughs) I I feel like I'm worn out just, like, talking to you for five seconds. Sure. Again, her character's a lot like... she learns this at the end. Her character's a lot like Jonah Hill's character in Superbad. Yeah. Jonah Hill's character is very pushy, very over-the-top, very boisterous, kind of annoying. Yeah. Kind of pushy in, like, an annoying way. It's yeah. I, I wish this movie wasn't so close to see yeah. that. <laughs> and then like she didn't even come through for her friend. And instead of listening to her friend, she goes and backs out on Malala. Which, as a girl, I find that appealing. Like you have a girlfriend and you have a word. Sure. That you know, if something ha- like that's a no brainer. Like we're putting everything down. We're leaving. Right. Like that's like the safe word. And she betrays it. And she betrays it. Yeah. So Amy's character, she was supposed to only go to Africa for the mo- for the for the summer. Okay, but, but she-, she is actually going for the whole year. Okay, yeah, that's it. And she didn't tell. And Beanie she didn't this. tell Molly. Molly. Again, that's straight from Superbad. <laughs> was uh, it really? Yeah, I mean, not the Africa thing, but it's it, I'm going to a different college than I initially told you thing. Yeah, straight from Superbad. But this movie, it's ultimately like an ode to friendship, to female yeah. friendship. Yeah. And so in that last scene, uh, Molly, she's taking Amy to the airport. And it seems like they're going to have, it's going to be like an emotional, sentimental moment. Yeah. And they undercut it pretty quickly. Like, you know, you want to get uh, waffles or pancakes. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just cuts the credits. So I like that the movie, the movie isn't very sentimental yeah. or sappy. Uh, but overall, yeah, it wasn't a home run for me. I would give it a B minus. Just overall, like movie, a B minus. But if you like things like, you know, Super Bad, or you like things like, oh God, what's that movie that I can't stand that was in the, oh God, that was Oscar winner from. It's a lot of movies you can't stand. I know. <laughs> An Oscar winner. From that director that does a lot of dialogue. She's a girl. Lady Bird. I did not like Lady Bird. <laughs> I was not a fan of Lady Bird. Beanie Feldstein was also in Lady Bird. This is, yeah, I've heard this described as uh, like a drunken Lady Bird. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I've heard that description. Again, that's kind of reductive, but to me, the, the super bad comparison. And, and honestly, like, I think this is more of a movie to go with your girlfriends. Than a date movie? I mean, I think a lot of dudes, a lot of guys are going to find this movie really annoying. Well, I'm a dude, and I, I would give it a B plus. I agree, it's not quite a date movie, but I, the reason for that, it's the best I can explain would be like the movie's just kind of hard edged for a date movie. A little vulgar. I mean, just very much. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, we see a lot of vulgar movies. I mean, vulgar doesn't necessarily mean like bad for a date. There's just yeah, these characters. There's just, there's a, like a total lack of uh, uh, like like sentiment. Yeah. In this movie. And it's just, yeah, it's there if you need a laugh, but it's not there. It's not there for like a date. There's, there's no. no like romance in this movie. I mean, there is, but there's yeah, not like not. like good 
good feeling romance. (laughs) It's like embarrassing sexual encounters. Yeah, like yeah, embarrassing sexual encounters. Yeah, not not a great date movie. Not a great date movie, but a a decent comedy. You know, I'd wait for it to get out of Netflix myself. Uh, Yeah, I'm not. I mean. I don't know if I would that, spend that a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't know if that's going to go down or what, but that's that. I mean, that I feel like that's setting people up for a movie that they're, uh, they're d- going to be disappointed. It d- doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> but, but good job for Olivia Wilde on her first director for debut, sure. because this isn't horrible. <laughs> it's well directed. It's well directed. I, I think the, the story weak, is fantastic. I, I think mean, the weak the weak link is maybe the screenplay, but I think the Olivia Wilde and the two leads they they step up and they make yeah. something out of this. Yeah, agreed. All right, and that's Book Smart, directed by Olivia Wilde. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. See ya.